Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah, I think that's just who he is, regardless of his age. It, it, that's just who he is as a competitor, as a player. I guess it's rare in the fact, I think, I, I mean, I see it every day. You know, I mean, I witness it every day of him, um, you know, just not being caught up in any moment. And... You know, and that, that speaks to who he is, how he was raised, and that, you know, he just, he's steady. Um, and so it's impressive to see, um, but that's what I'm accustomed to now with, with, with Jalen, um, and he's the same guy every day. Mullen Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 in the score. Mark Grody in for Mully today. That was the familiar voice by now of Nick Sirianni, the Eagles coach, talking about Jalen Hurts at the Super Bowl. The Eagles still have yet to practice, I think, in Arizona. They will do so today. A lot of stuff going on. Super Bowl week, Grody, you know the storylines are magnified, maybe even exaggerated a little bit. My favorite one still, whether it's related to the Bears and the application to where Justin Fields is, but I love this idea of Jalen Hurts taking that next step. This year has represented you know, progression and ascension and everything about the arc of his career This is a big step to where he has become an MVP candidate and a Super Bowl championship, a title on Sunday, would cement his legacy in many ways because when you win in certain cities and markets like Philadelphia and you're the quarterback of the Eagles of the team that that won a Super Bowl, my goodness sakes, Nick Foles, I think, has a statue (laughs) outside – their facility, their stadium. Nick Foles has been cast in bronze because of his role in the Philly special. Jalen Hurts is four quarters away from football immortality because that is what I think is exciting from a Bears perspective and from a football point of view. I like everything he represents, so I am pulling for Jalen Hurts on Sunday. Yeah, I like. I, I am too. I, I mean, it's a it's a great comeback story and the the parallels between Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields are undeniable undeniable when you have players with similar skill sets players who both struggled early players for whom a lot of people said it wasn't going to work like Philly a lot of people had given up on Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia and I actually think like we're just talking about the game and breaking the game down like Jalen Hurst did not have a great game in the NFC title game against San Francisco in a didn't lot of ways. Didn't, didn't have to. Didn't You're have absolutely to. right. I mean, the San Fran had enough self-destruction going on with with their quarterback situation 
and whatever was going on with their coaching in that game as well. But, I, I mean, you look at it, and I think he's got to have, like, to really cement the, the legacy, he's got to get the MVP in that thing. And, and it's very possible he won't just because of how deep that entire Philadelphia team is. That's and what, the thing. And what the he doesn't can, have to win the MVP I, I, for them I, to I, win. I know, but if you really want to – you're talking about cementing legacy – I think that it has to be a good game to go along with it. You don't want to be the quarterback that that you you won, you win a Super Bowl with, but he didn't have an impact because we have uh, we have learned. I'm gonna no, I'm, but, I'm gonna call you on that one, Mark okay, Brody. Okay, I'm gonna call you on that one. But who, his, historically, who, who was the Super Bowl MVP when the Bears won 46 to 10? My friend, Dick Dent. Yes, we talked about him earlier. So yeah. I could very easily see, let's say, this scenario unfolds. Jalen Hurts has a Jalen Hurts kind of a game. He's got 70 rushing yards. He's got 175 passing yards. He moves the chains. They win 20, 28 to 23, and Hassan Reddick wrecks the game oh, plan. Oh, yeah. And he has three sacks, and he's a Super Bowl MVP. That's what it could happen. It might cement Hassan Reddick's legacy, though, and, and the turnaround that he's but had in his gonna career. it's still going to be Jalen Hurts' team. Uh, okay. This is Jalen Hurts' team. No, there's no doubt. It, it is his team, but if 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 he throws for 140 yards in this thing and Hassan, Hassan Reddick does get the MVP, to use your example, I don't know. We, we, we look so deeply into things like that and legacy and winning because of or despite – so I think he's got to have a mask. I was okay. very disappointed with Jalen Hurts I, in the end. I don't want to get caught up in the weeds here, or the details. I think Jalen Hurts, to me, is going to be the biggest reason I want to watch Sunday. He's going to be the most compelling player on the field for me because of what you just said. If he has a big game, I think the Eagles will do what I expect them to do, and that is to beat the Chiefs. I think they defensively they're going to have a big challenge as well. But I'm fascinated by – the growth from a quarterback who went from a second round pick and the second quarterback on his depth chart three years later on the brink of celebrating a Super Bowl championship and him being the biggest reason why, or one of the biggest Absolutely. reasons why. No, 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 there's no doubt. And, you know, I, I think that he's a big reason why. I think that the, the weapons that they now have, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, obviously help him a lot. So, no, it's a big deal, and we should, as Bears observers and Bears fans, look at that as a as really the best-case scenario for Justin Fields. Like, do you think in two years Justin Fields will be playing in a, in a Super Bowl, David Haw? Oh, two boy. Years, right That's, now. That, that is an unrealistic expectation. It's a somewhat ridiculous question. But it kind of be – no, So the not, answer would be no. It, no, the, it is. It is. David, the, the, the Eagles were, what, three and – Look at the 12? rosters. Well, but I'm just saying, two years ago, the Eagles sucked. They were what? Um, I thought I'd written it down here. Maybe I didn't. But the, they, I think they won four or five games. Two years ago, who two was years the ago? general manager? Was it Howie Roseman? Yes. Yeah. So you had a general manager who, despite the record, you had confidence in, in rebuilding a team that could be playoff caliber. And what he did was – he rebuilt a team that is now a Super Bowl caliber. It, it's not a. It's it's not that hard to. Um, if you're in Philadelphia, it wasn't that hard to fathom them rebounding because they had just celebrated a Super Bowl 
five years ago. It's a terrific organization. It is. It, I mean, it really so, is. As Jerry Krause once said, organizations win championships. And when you struggle to the extent that the Eagles did maybe a couple of years ago with Carson Wentz, you had confidence that they would be able to come back. It wasn't as ridiculous of a notion as it sounds in Chicago to say in two years you could be back on the brink of a title. The Bears are on the brink of anything except for <laughs> being back in the top five of the NFL draft order next year. Man, we got it. We have to. It's crazy how desperate we get because we look to the Eagles and we say, yep. Justin Fields could be Jalen Hurts. Get him a couple weapons. Uh, don't let him get out of the pocket, and he's going to be just fine out there. Um, and it's just it, it's hard to imagine that it would work out that perfectly and that everything would fall in place for the Bears like it has for the Eagles. 3-1-2, really 644-67-67. What do you think? Is it a reach to expect Justin Fields to take the same kind of leap that Jalen Hurts did and is it as much about the roster that Jalen Hurts is on, or does his is it his individual talents and leadership skills that have put the Eagles over the top? I also want to know this, Mark Grody, from you, your perspective. Whenever you see the growth of a young quarterback, there's always a passenger, or maybe in some cases the driver, and it is a coach, whether it's an offensive coordinator or a head coach the offensive-minded head coach, in this case, Nick Sirianni. How much credit do you give Nick Sirianni for Jalen Hurts' growth, or do you give Nick Sirianni's success is attributable to Jalen Hurts raising his level of play? Yeah. Which is it in terms of if you're dividing up percentage of, of credit? Because credit is obviously there to be divided. How do you divide it? Well, I mean, I I tend to think that it's more a product of the player making his improvements, but the number one job of any coach in any sport is to put your players in positions to win, and the man by definition that is responsible for that is the head coach, and that would be Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni is, uh, we've been talking about this for the last couple of days, the role of a head coach, how important is the head coach? How important is Nick Sirianni to this Eagles team? I look at it, and it might not be fair. I acknowledge that. This is a roster that I'm not sure that they are responding because of the coach or the coach is benefiting from the roster. My my, my sense is it's the latter. Well, and I think back, too, to everybody loved Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson – had this innovative offense that was conducive to any quarterback because Carson Wentz was their guy, and then Nick Foles became their guy. But didn't you get a sense so, that Doug Peterson was fired because not not because he was a bad coach, but a bad partner or a bad collaborator, or his personality clashed with Howie Roseman, so he wasn't there any longer? Because I, I, I guess, but what does that tell you? Like to me, that says that. The Philadelphia Eagles are one of those organizations like we've seen in baseball where maybe they, I'm not saying to the degree of what we see in baseball, but maybe it is possible that they don't value the head coach as much. And and they they proved it by now getting to the Super Bowl with two different head coaches in the last four years, is it? I the mean, head coach is incidental. Yeah. 
When so, you have a roster that deep, you could make that argument. You right. need a roster that deep, though. We were talking about it in the break. I think you said it. It's like, just don't screw it up. And that's what Sirianni, Sirianni has been blessed with a roster that I've heard Tom Thayer saying, I think maybe on your show, Tom Thayer saying is as talented as the, the 85 Bears. He did make that comparison. Yeah. Like and saying as talented as that team. I, so, so really, while you can't not give Nick Sirianni credit, I think that they have built up a roster that you just have to be a competent head coach and don't screw it up. Is that good for the head coaching head coaches of the Eagles? Because it seems like they're downplayed a little bit. Maybe not, but it's, you know, that that is an organization winning and having the right guy at the top, even if they don't put that much importance into it. I just don't think they do just because it, you, you overcome personality conflicts when you win a Super Bowl as recently as they did under Doug Peterson. Or you could point out that, you know what, we won a Super Bowl. I don't need to put up with you any longer. I got what I wanted yeah, out of you, so he, goodbye. That's true, and and maybe Doug Peterson got a little cocky, same. too. Yeah. I, I, same. Same is yo, true for him. You see that Philly special? Yo, yo. I'll go down to Jacksonville, and I will reinvent, I'll save Trevor Lawrence's <laughs> yeah, career. Yeah, exactly. So why not? I'm a good coach. I, I, I guess there's opportunity uh, costs when it comes to if he's a pain in the ass. Have you I seen my statue? Yeah, yeah, he's got a yeah. statue too. Did you see me at Bears practice that one day? He that called Doug the Philly Peterson. special. I know. Yeah, I know. Like they could look. I mean, like what a great thing on his resume. He has one of the most incidental quarterbacks in Nick Foles, Doug Peterson, winning a damn Super Bowl and a playoff game against the Bears. I think that had a lot to do with Doug Peterson, though. Okay, I, so I, I I look at that as like Nick Foles. Yeah, he got hot, but he got hot in the scheme, and Doug Peterson called the right plays. And, you know, Doug Peterson did call the Philly special, so I think I yeah. think it's a little. Well, and, hey, hey, Doug Peterson, or Nick Foles has been a slug since he oh, left. He peaked. Oh, yeah. How do you find incentive after you won a Super Bowl and you have a statue? I yeah, hey, he's the greatest I backup can't... quarterback of all time, the Nick Foles. I, I can't think of a – I mean, maybe Jeff Hostetler back in the day when he won – for the Raiders, it's a good question. Um, bro. Yeah, who is the I'm greatest? I'm think about that one. Well, and some, and, and, I'm thinking and, Chase Daniel and, and, because oh. he's the most successful guy who's gotten the most money for doing the less work. And I call this right now. If we're going to play this game, yeah. you can't say Tom Brady. Okay, I know he was a backup. Okay. And, and I guess right. I guess you can. Okay, no, other he than Tom Brady, thirty-three games. Who? Yeah, who is the greatest? The most successful backup quarterback in hit playing wise. I like that question. It is a good question. And I did not mean it? to cast your other question aside. 815 texter getting on me. Fair question from Grody. What was that? That Haw has been comparing Hurts to Fields and then he throws it aside when asked, I suppose, if the Bears are going to be in the Super Bowl in two years. Answer the question, no, Mr. Haw. No, they're not going to be in the Super Bowl in two years. I will safely say that. That is not exactly a limb I'm worried about going out on. Do you think they'll be above? Come on. Do you think that they'll the over under in two years for the Bears is at nine. Over or under in two years? Yeah. Will I, they be a I, ten win team I, in two years, Hall? I, I'm with Mr. Bears, so I will Bears. go meatball provincial Bears. over. Okay. Ten wins. Uh, see, that was not convenient for me because I was hoping you would say no, and then I would say that you hate. I'm Ryan skeptical Bowles. though. I, I don't hate anybody. <laughs> I, I'm not is this because of that podcast you're hosting? <laughs> What's happened to you? <laughs> Take the North Pod yeah, drops later this morning. Dan oh, Weederer. Sick. Who you are referring to? Yeah, he's very. Uh, are you guys honest. dropping a podcast today? We're dropping a pod this, oh, after, this, that's this morning. Is Weedsy at the Super Bowl? Weedsy's no? not at the Super okay. Bowl. That doesn't mean we can't talk about no, it. No, I know. Just wondering. Don't, what do you don't say, get defensive. Grody? Don't yell at me. I'm not defensive. Don't raise your voice. I'm not yelling. Is it me or is it him? It's him, right? <laughs> it's definitely you. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phone lines. Jack is on the road. Jack, welcome to the Mullen Haw Show. What's up, Jack? Uh, a great show, guys. I listen to it all the time. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think the Bears could be getting back to the Super Bowl in a couple of years. I mean, think about it. If you really get down to it, what they need is a couple offensive tackles, some defensive linemen. You can find these guys and oh, sure. go go get a good they're, receiver. They're, and a you're dime, there. they're a dime a dozen. Jack, thanks for the phone call. I just counted five people that you mentioned, five players they don't have, two yeah. offensive tackles, two defensive linemen, and, oh, a game-breaking wide receiver. Those aren't easy to no. find. No, was he being facetious or was he being serious? I think he was being serious. <laughs> I agree with Grody. They can be back in the Super Bowl in two years. I think that John in Springfield has a good answer to your question. Oh, John, thanks for calling. Welcome, Mullen Hoff. Somebody's answering my questions. <laughs> hey, th- yeah, thanks for taking my call. Uh, besides Tom Brady, the greatest backup quarterback ever, Kurt Warner. Boom. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah. Thanks, that's, John. And that's, that's legit, man. Because Trent Green was Kurt the guy. Warner. For all you youngsters out there, Trent Green was, was a first-round pick, right? Wasn't Trent Green? Did they trade for him? Where did he go to college, Trent, Grody? Tr- don't tell me he went to Ball State. No, he did not, but he went to Indiana. Oh, he did. He was I in said Indiana. All roads lead through Indiana. Yeah, you're absolutely you know? right. I was getting the Hoosiers. He's an Indiana boy. Thank you. Old Patty Hall Hughes. was connecting Indiana dots before we even started this show. <laughs> I want him to write the the book of of Indiana dots and his connections to Ball State and all this silliness that, <laughs> well, that Hall is surrounded Trent by. Trent Green was the 26th pick. Yes, in the eighth round. Oh, of the Jesus. 1993 but draft. But he, he became a hot prospect. Like, he was... Trent the, Green was a the starter that went down and, and paved the way for Kurt Warner right, to come exactly. in. That's the point. And save the that's, day and make the move. That's the point. So that's a great backup quarterback. That's good call. And also... That's a really good call. 6-3-0, Steve Young backed up Joe Montana. It's true. It's true. And he's in the Hall of Fame. But there was nothing... Well, no, I shouldn't say that. It, it was... His success was definitely not right away. He played in Tampa... Again, for all you youngsters, uh, he played in Tampa Bay, too, and Steve Young was not particularly good when he played in Tampa Bay. Well, that's true. But, but Tampa Bay was a rancid organization back then. And, and Steve Young was a very different quarterback who didn't yet play for Bill Walsh or in that system, so you have to give that credit. We talk about the impact the coach can have, the impact the scheme can have. I think that got the most out of Steve Young, and that's why – He's in camp. Have the Bears ever had a good backup quarterback? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cade McNown. Cade, he wasn't a backup. Unfortunately, he was a starter. He was a backup Initially. to Jay Cutler that everybody wanted to see stay on the field when Jay Cutler got healthy. He's the first one that comes to mind. Let's put it this way. The Bears have had a ton of backup quarterbacks. The problem is they had to start them. I know. I know. Well, I'm trying to think if there was, like, in the Cal history. That, that's about as close as, as you could get, actually. And that's not bad at all. Because when you had that Rex Grossman, Kyle Orton was a pretty good Bears backup quarterback. True or false, the Bears have never had a quarterback who has been the backup better than Kyle Orton. They've never had a backup quarterback. True or false? I'm I'm just thinking in my head. Are we doing true or false now, David? I'm just asking you. I'm giving a tease. True. True. Okay, true. True. I mean, I'd have to think here. Like, like seriously. Think about it at the break because you know what? I have more. True and false questions for Mark Grody, Sick. sideline reporter for the Bears. And they are Bears-related, Super Bowl-related. We will play true and false when we come back. It's Molly and Haas, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 the score. Bears. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I wouldn't, my dad took it a little far. So it wasn't that I thought the Bears were going to draft me, but I was was told that if they drafted a quarterback, that I would be the quarterback that they drafted. And that wasn't necessarily directly from their their people, but that that was told to my camp that I was told. So it, it did surprise me a little bit. Um, but they told me they weren't drafting a quarterback, so that was the most surprising thing at, at all. So um, it, he acted like they were going to draft me for sure in that interview, and I was like, I don't know if it was that serious. But they, they did say if the quarterback was drafted, I would be the guy they drafted. True. Welcome back. Mullion Hodge, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. That voice was Mark Grody's. He's in for Mullion today. And the previous voice was Patrick Mahomes addressing the Patrick Mahomes Sr. interview on the Parkinson Spiegel Show last week saying that Patrick Jr. was crushed. I don't know if he said crushed. He was very disappointed the Bears didn't draft him. So, obviously, the follow-up yesterday was about that incident. And did it happen? We heard from Patrick Mahomes. So, Mark Grody, I want to play a little true and false here in this segment. And it relates to what Patrick Mahomes was talking about. The near miss or the near bear experience, if you will. Passing on Patrick Mahomes in the 2017 draft is something that will set the Bears back for a decade at least. Ryan Pace's biggest mistake. Here's the true and false question. The Bears could have played in at least one Super Bowl by now if they wouldn't have passed up on Patrick Mahomes and drafted Mitch Trubisky instead. True or false, the Bears would have played in at least one Super Bowl by now if Patrick Mahomes had been drafted by Ryan Pace in 2017. True. True, 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 true. Patrick Mahomes is a spectacular and unique talent that would not have been stopped even by the Chicago Bears. Talent like that, talent like that rises to the top. It, it, as Jeff Goldman would say, it uh, 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 finds a way. I'd like to refresh your memory in case you have forgotten. Head coach, 2017, John Fox. Offensive coordinator. Doubtful Loggins. Dow Loggins. I nicknamed him Doubtful because that was the way that his game plans often left you. 
doubtful. Nice. And in that setting, with that infrastructure, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. However good Patrick Mahomes would have turned out to be, and we know what he is, and I think that he will eventually be a top five NFL quarterback before all is said and done. Maybe his top three, Brady, Manning, Mahomes, whatever order you want to put them. I don't think he wins in Chicago. I'm that cynical about the Bears. At that point in time, they were going nowhere fast. And I don't think that Patrick Mahomes' presence would have changed anything except for he would have made the Pro Bowl, but not the Super Bowl. Number one, you're insulting Patrick Mahomes because what you're saying <laughs> is that he is dependent on a system, that he is system dependent. And he could not have worked his way out of another system that the, we never would have seen that talent. And here's the thing, too. Like, Ryan Pace ended up screwing up with the Bears. But in that era where Patrick Mahomes would have been with the Bears, the Bears would have had a window of elite defense. And that, the, believe it or not, Ryan Pace was putting together a – hey, I, I, we all I, said it, man. They had a championship defense. You're telling me that I, I give you Patrick Mahomes I give you would not there. have been able to take the offense to another level I, and that they would have done different things around him <laughs> than they tried. And here's the thing. You're also saying that Patrick Mahomes could not have taken in Matt Nagy's system because Matt Nagy's system ended up sucking for Mitch Trubisky, no, I, I, but it no. might have been good for hold Patrick Mahomes. The, hold the phone here, Grody. I'm saying that maybe if you draft Patrick Mahomes in 2017, you're not firing, you're not firing John Fox at the end of that season, and Matt Nagy never arrives. You never trade for Khalil Mack. Those things don't happen. Well, why wouldn't you fire John Fox? Well, because if you're saying that Patrick Mahomes is as promising as he would have turned out to be as a rookie, he would have provided enough hope to keep the guy who would have. Uh, I think both things could have been true that year. I think that Patrick Mahomes could have shown just enough glimpse despite John Fox and then come back with a brand new because they would have because here's what I would have liked to have thought about it that they would have said okay we have this gem in Patrick Mahomes let's get rid of the old man who who is all about running the football and playing defense some of which is good and let's bring in shiny Matt Nagy well I I think that I have just seen and I I admit texters are getting on me a little bit a couple people agree with me I will admit that I may be scarred or affected or influenced by how many quarterback careers I have seen crash and burn in Chicago, that I'm not as optimistic that Patrick Mahomes would have come here and been the same version of himself that he is in Kansas City. Let me give you solace in that because most of the Bears that or most of the quarterbacks that have played for the Bears, you're correct, have not had success. I can't think of too many that went on to other teams and had success. In fact, like I think about hmm, the last guy that I remember having really good like a backup Bears quarter or starting Bears quarterback for a while was Jim Harbaugh when he went to your precious Indianapolis Colts he and he became Captain Comeback. Well, Dick all, Enberg and Captain Comeback. Thank you for making my point. All roads lead through <laughs> Indiana. Yes, yes, they do. All right, we need yes, to get to the do. next question because I don't want to run out of time here. True or false? The Bears don't have a single player on their current top twenty-two that would start for the Eagles or the Chiefs. Mm. The Bears don't have a single player on their top 22 who would start for the Eagles or the Chiefs. Oh, my God. Mark Grody. Oh, God. Okay, let's think about the guys who would be eligible in that conversation. And I would think Jalen Johnson 
would be eligible in that conversation. Mm. And may, now I'm just saying eligible. Okay. I'm not saying he would be. I, I not think, an eagle. Maybe a, maybe a Chiefs. I think he would start maybe for the Chiefs. Maybe a Chiefs. Dustin, you have a thought? Yeah, I thought Chiefs too. I think it's a little bit where they're a little bit yeah, not they fantastic. could use a top flight cornerback, yeah. cornerback like Jalen Johnson. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. If you want to call J- I'll, Jalen I'll Johnson a top, how about Eddie Jackson? Eddie Jackson, eh, no. I'll say no. Okay, I'm gonna say no. None of the I rookie know. defensive backs. Uh, nope, nope. Kyler Gordon, no way. Jaquan Brisker, not yet. Not no yet. one in the front seven. Yeah, and no. they might not Off- even make the offensive the rotation. offensive line. Maybe if Jack Sanborn can, can. was healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Sanborn. You know, I was. Uh, <laughs> Dan Warren, I was listening to the, hey, Jack the, Hammer. the Eagles have a Wisconsin linebacker. The Eagles do. Uh, so, wait, I'm sorry. You Jack Erlacher. The, the offense. The Jackhammer. Jack Sanborn. When he said, when he called him, man, that there was a game where Joniak called him. Like, it just came out of Joniak's mouth. He was like, Jack Erlacher. The, and, only, the only person in Chicago that likes Jack Sanborn more than Dustin might be Joniak. Well, and Tom Thayer just hated it he cringed when Joniak said it live when he was doing the play-by-play and then then he's like just stop it and and Joniak's like okay and then I co-hosted with Thayer on this very show and I did it a couple times and he wouldn't talk to me for like two seconds <laughs> well I could understand that TJ Edwards though the Eagles linebacker also a Wisconsin guy oh okay so that's what you have in common I don't think he would start instead of TJ Edwards I don't think there is a Dude. defensive player that would start for either team offensive line I don't think so either Grody I don't think there's an offensive lineman uh, nobody no it's a great I've called so, Komet no way nope no receivers David you, Montgomery the running backs man you know then there's another thing too like David Montgomery is a, is a guy that I think most Bears fans can get behind just because of how hard he tries and doesn't go down and all that. Aren't we noticing throughout the, the postseason that no matter what you say about D- David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert, they ain't good enough. They ain't good enough for I, a championship I'm team. in agreement with you there. Yeah. T.J. Edwards is a free agent? After wow. this season, yep. Can you imagine the Wisconsin love for the Bears if you have T.J. Edwards next to Jack Sanborn. Uh, oh, Jack Erlacher. Oh. Wow. Oh, my God. Is that too much Wisconsin for you, Dustin? Too much of a Wisconsin as long as it's not on in, the Bears? In no, I'm okay with it. North of the Cheddar Curtain. Can we get Thayer Fine. on the horn and ask just ask what was going on with that whole Well, we'll, we'll rerun Jack. the Thayer's in for you tomorrow, yeah. who's in for Mullen. Oh, right? okay. So, yeah, we'll, we'll run well, this. Thayer's That's probably listening. They, you, when I you, asked Thayer if he could weigh in on our debate about Ditka and Buddy Ryan over the weekend, if he could jump in on Monday, he's like, He's like, I won't tell you what he said in the text, but he said, absolutely, I have a thought on that. I was listening. What's the debate? I can't wait. What's the debate? I What's can't the debate? Wait. We got to run this oh. past Grody before the end of the show. We will get that. We'll get to that in a moment. Okay, Let's finish our true and false, false oh, okay. test. Sorry. Go ahead. You're Sorry. not passing. Also, you're old for two right now. I mean, God. you have to get this. One. I always fail your test. I man. know. All right, true or false? Justin Fields. This is related. We've kind of addressed this. I want to get your perspective. Justin Fields will play in a Super Bowl one day, just as. Your guy, Matt Nagy, predicted he would. True or false? Justin Fields will start in a Super Bowl one day. If Matt Nagy said it, it must be true. We we were waiting uh, with bated breath on what Matt Nagy was going to say to provide closure for his Bears tenure, Mark Grody. God, I'm going to say false. I'm going to say false. Hold on. Repeat that. False. Bears sideline reporters. Says yeah, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't mean he won't have great success. Doesn't mean he won't win one playoff game and get to an NFC title game. Breaking news. I'm Grody sorry, man. Fields. No, look, I think that this is one of those cases where you can 
look at the history of the Chicago Bears and say, is it realistic to think that, I mean, the Bears have been to two Super Bowls since 1985 and won one of them. So really, the logical answer is false. And I hate to say it. I hate to say it as one who covers the Bears. It sure would be neato if the Bears got back to it a sure Super Bowl. With I, Justin can you Fields. imagine how great this week would be rather than straining for comparisons and parallels and takeaways oh. with the two Super Bowl teams if we were breaking down what the Bears' offense would look like against the oh. Chiefs' defense and vice versa? Yeah, can you imagine I, that? I, I thought about that, like how these two weeks of – pregame or pre-Super Bowl coverage kind of blows if your team is not in it because then you have to do what we're doing and, and you know some of the stories have been great like I said I love the Matt Nagy stuff I'm here for all of it I'm here for all of the I'm Patrick here for none Mahomes. of it I know you, you hate I'm here Matt for Nagy. none of it you've made, you've made that clear thank you since 5 30 thanks this for morning. listening I like I like <laughs> that Robert Quinn is hanging out and just looking like Robert Quinn yeah um so I think that there's there's a lot of neat things going on that we could talk about, but it's just really on the big scale. It's like not that interesting to preview a, a, a game that doesn't involve the Chicago Bears. It's really not. It's just not. It's still so fun we, to talk I think about. We, I think we find ways to make it interesting, but it's it sucks. We'll continue to find ways next segment because we're going to go out to Arizona. We're going to talk to Alex Gold. He works in Kansas City middays at 610. He covers the Chiefs, and we'll find out what the vibe is in Arizona, as it relates to the Chiefs, we talked to the Philly reporter yesterday. Today, it's all Kansas City. We'll be back. Mark Grody in for Mully. It's Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 to the score. I'm still so early in my career. I mean, I feel like all I focus on is winning the day. Uh, how can I get better today to prepare myself for the end of the week and uh, this game that we're playing in? And I've always thought that if you go out there and handle business the right way and do what you do and you win football games, that stuff handles itself. Um, and so I never really think about my legacy after football. That, that'll be something that I think about after I'm done playing. Welcome back, Mullen Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Mark Grody in for Mully today. Time now to go out to our guest hotline, sponsored by Circa Resort and Casino Hotline. Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. And that's where we find Alex Gold, the host of Cody and Gold, 610 Sports in Kansas City. Middays, he is out of Arizona. He was there when Patrick Mahomes who you just heard coming into this segment, was talking yesterday and all week. Alex, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. We're doing good. We're actually uh, out to Radio Row right now and uh, get another day started. And as you guys kind of know from Radio Row, usually at the Super Bowl, once you get Wednesday, things start to pick up a little bit more. So we're excited to, to get going even more today. So, Alex, I imagine that covering the Chiefs, you get used to these kinds of things referred to as Super Bowl week. It's a foreign concept here in Chicago, but it's part of the regular season <laughs> in Kansas City. How much will that experience, do you think, help the Chiefs not only prepare for Sunday, but handle whatever comes their way? No, I do think it's a big deal. I don't think you can understate or overstate, I should say, uh, you know, where you're at experience-wise compared to Philadelphia. I mean, go go all the way through, whether it's, uh, of course, the quarterback spot with Jalen Hurts in his first Super Bowl, or I think what really exists as a big advantage is the coaching element here. Now, Nick Sirianni might go on to, to end up having a great coaching career, Andy Reid is going to go down as one of the top three, probably four coaches, perhaps in NFL history, if he ends up getting a ring. And I think the experience that he's had in all these big time games uh, definitely uh, is a huge factor. Their whole entire coaching staff. If there's one thing when you're able to retain Eric Bieniemy as your offensive coordinator uh, for as long as they have, this is someone that has experience. Steve Spagnuolo, of course, has a couple rings uh, as well. So I do think that is a factor. 
Alex, the opinion leaders in Philadelphia are extremely confident that the Eagles are going to win. Does any of the people that I've talked to in Philly, talking to their one of their sideline reporters at WIP, there there is no doubt in their picks that Philadelphia is the better team and that they're they are going to win. What is the feel in Kansas City? Do they feel like they're an underdog or no because it's Pat Mahomes? I mean, Chiefs fans are embracing the underdog role because it's not very often that you, you get to be the underdog. It was kind of a similar situation uh, for a while of an AFC title game week until the Chiefs ultimately closed as favorites in that game. But you know, I, I understand the confidence coming out of Philly because I do think one through three Philadelphia has the better roster. But as you said at the end there, when you have Patrick Mahomes on your team, you tell me who you want with five minutes to go and, and a team down by seven or, or the game tied. I don't think it's close whatsoever. And I understand Jalen Hurts is going to probably finish second in MVP uh, coming up tomorrow night here at the NFL Honors. But we've seen Patrick Mahomes time and time again in the postseason as well come up with those big-time drives. I mean, the guy has not lost a playoff game in regulation. His two losses are in overtime in AFC title games. So, I, I have the confidence in, in Philadelphia. I, I understand why they're feeling that way, but you know, a lot of people in Kansas City are also looking at the teams that Philly played along the way to get there. And you know, some breaks, breaks happen. You don't apologize for them, but seeing the 49ers run out of quarterbacks and then the week before taking on a divisional opponent in the Giants who you know, were expected to be, well, a seven-win, six-win football team, probably will feel like here in Kansas City, at least, that the Chiefs are, are far more battle-tested than Philly. Talking with Alex Gold, the host of Cody and Gold 610 Sports in Kansas City Middays. Alex, so the last time the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl, the Buccaneers wrecked the game plan by overwhelming the offensive line with a pass rush they couldn't stop. I wonder how capable the Eagles pass rush, which is historically good, is if that could happen again. How much more equipped is the Chiefs offensive line to handle a challenge this big on Sunday? Well, I mean, the biggest difference, as you guys know, I mean, there were multiple offensive linemen that were injured in that Super Bowl, right? I mean, you're talking about you're down a left tackle, you're down a right tackle. Uh, they also, I think, have a major upgrade at center now. They have an upgrade at left guard. I mean, this offensive line is, is quite a bit different uh, you know, than what they were dealing with at that point in time when we saw the Bucks completely dominate them. I mean, the offensive line is a huge factor in this game. There's no doubt when you're going up against a – Philly front that, you know, by far uh, was the best sack team in football. The Chiefs were second, but there was quite a gap between the two. So I think you're going to have to watch how the Chiefs left tackle Orlando Brown Jr. in particular performs. I think that's a player that a lot of people in Kansas City are, are going to be focused in on. It's someone that wants to be paid like a top five left tackle. He's got a huge opportunity uh, to go show everybody against the best defensive front in football what he can do. But I, I don't know necessarily if people are worried that it's going to be the Bucks Super Bowl over because <laughs> I think we oh, Alex. Line with injuries. Go. You're back. Sorry, Alex. We lost you there for a second, but we got the gist of your answer on that particular <laughs> question. The, here, uh, here's something I need to run past you. I need you to back me up on this working theory that I have. My working theory, Alex, is that uh, Matt Nagy will someday succeed Andy Reid as head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm not saying Andy Reid's going to hang. He's 64 years old, seems like a dude he wants to keep coach. How far off am I on that working theory? No, I think you're spot on. Really? I think you're absolutely spot on. That's something that's been brought up here oh. time and again. Oh. Um, I don't think Matt Nagy eventually became the Chiefs head coach. If he was around in four years and Andy hung it up, I think absolutely. That's huh. an extremely likely scenario. Now, why, I is, will it a, say, why is it a likely scenario? What, what has Matt Nagy done to endear himself to the Chiefs? Like, what, what has been his part? 
Yeah, sure. I mean, a lot of it's a relationship with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, and that that's someone that uh, that kind of they basically had a great working relationship from day one, going back to when Mahomes was drafted. And it's funny, and you guys are in Chicago, so of course the Matt Nagy uh, view on him is so different there than than what it is here. But I think a lot of people uh, expect that if Andy Reid four or five years from now were to hang it up and Matt Nagy's on the staff, that that's who would get it. Now, the, the complicated part becomes if somehow uh, Eric Bieniemy is still around, and we all know that this has been an ongoing thing with him being unable to get a head coaching gig. But if you're Clark Hunt, the owner of the Chiefs, and let's say Eric Bieniemy is still somehow on staff four years from now, which, by the way, I, I do not believe that will be the case. But if he is, how on earth do you pass up Eric Bieniemy when you, the owner, have come out and said that he should be a head coach and you've been vouching for him? all across the league. So that would be a really complicated setup. But if, if, if EB is out of the picture, uh, then I think Matt Nagy absolutely would be a front runner. Hmm. Alex, before we let you go, if there's a defensive player on the Chiefs that's going to impact this game and his name is not Chris Jones or Frank Clark, who would that be? Trent McDuffie. Yeah, if you're going to take Chris Jones and Frank Clark out of the picture, I think that's the guy that has a chance to have the biggest impact in the game. Uh, you, you look at what they've been defensively since he came back from his uh, early injury. He actually got his injury here in Arizona. Uh, on the same playing surface that they'll play in uh, on Sunday. But he, as a rookie, has come in, and he's the closest thing they have to maybe a lockdown corner on this team. You know, Jerry Sneed gets a lot of attention. Um, but Trent McDuffie has been a huge part of this defense in particular, and they're going to go up against, you know, for two straight weeks, a great wide receiver core. So that would be someone that I think has a chance to, to change the game more than anybody else outside of those two guys. Alex, thank you so much for your time. Maybe check in with you again later in the week or maybe after the game and really – uh, thanks, and, and enjoy Arizona. Hey, thanks, guys. No problem. Alex Gold, the host of Cody and Gold, 610 Sports, Kansas City Middays, checking in from the Super Bowl. And I, I know you feel seen, Mark Grody. I do. I, I applaud your ingenuity, even though I think it's totally, <laughs> totally out of left field, and I don't necessarily – agree even though we have the boots on the ground in Arizona agreeing with you I think that's hilarious I, I did not expect him to say that I, th- I thought he would kind of work around it and humor me a little bit but no Admit they're it, talking you, about you, you're it you're almost disappointed that you're not the only one who might think I, that. a little bit you kinda, a little you kind of thought you had I boy I I'm I'm coming at this with, with I'm alone here I'm on an island here. So much from my own work. I am on Matt Nagy Island. I'm going to get together with Alex Gold and see if he and I can sort of take credit for this. That's emergency podcast. Yeah, emergency. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. How do I get on that? Take the North podcast. Oh, we'll get you on there. Oh, my God. And and has who's been passed up more for head coaching jobs on that Kansas City staff? uh, staff? Eric Bieniemy or old Dave Tobe? Old Dave Tobe. The poor Dave Tobe. You know, when we did the, the, the pick six earlier, the one story that I was projecting that I was going to hate was people saying that Dave Tobe should be a head coach in the NFL. You know what, though? I'm going to come back at you. We'll get into this okay. more. But the, one of my favorite storylines is that Dave Tobe is finally going to get going to get even more credit that he has earned and deserves. When Devin Hester goes into the Hall of Fame, Dave Tobe will be Arizona, in Arizona to see that happen. That's cool. And he was his coach here. Yeah, absolutely. Big reason and then everybody why. Just, and everybody thought that he should be a head coach, and there I, were a million I, stories I'm written not about it. i up with your Dave Tobe blasphemy, I know. And everybody's been carrying his water for all these years. <laughs> so. I, and I, my back hurts from it, okay? <laughs> I know. I so know, leave me man. alone, Brody. Yeah, we'll I'm get into you. some more. You know, I was going to go Bulls, but we're going to talk football. I, you you kind of triggered me here. I, I know. All right, I was I talking about on Tobe or lots of things. Lots of things. Lots of things. <laughs> Mark Grody in for Mully. We'll come back and talk some more football. It's Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 